Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to be with you today. In this episode, holidays can be some of the more difficult times of year. We are with people who sometimes can trigger us, or we might be feeling lonely and alone, or we might get tired and become a little bit more reactive. This holiday season might be particularly challenging because of the pandemic. Today we talk about some strategies to deal with what might be some difficult challenges this holiday season. So this time of year might be a little more bearable and maybe even a little bit more enjoyable. Let's walk. Out walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. Feeling our feet on the ground, coming back into the body. Arriving in this moment, letting go of wherever we have come from, whatever we were doing, and just being present. Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. It's so great to be with you today. We start, as you know, by paying attention. After making our bed, engaging in the five-minute book club, those are the first two Bs, we engage in the next Bs, which is feeling our belly rise and fall and feeling our body, bringing mindfulness to this walk or whatever activity we are doing. So just feel your body, feel your hands and arms. And if you feel any sensations that are uncomfortable for any reason, just pay attention without trying to change it. Feel your head and neck. Feel your lower back and your whole torso. And again, just check in with Whatever sensations are present, mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally, so that we can be with ever more difficult, uncomfortable, unpleasant sensations without needing to run or change the situation. So just feel your feet on the ground. Be 
belly rise and fall. Knowing that every moment that we're paying attention, being more mindful, we are crafting our brain. Neuroarchitects choosing to reinforce pathways by design as opposed to default. And just feeling so fortunate to be able to pay attention, to have the capability to pay attention, because so much comes out of that. So while we might start with the bees, we move to our eye, which is idea of the day. And we're going to talk about three ideas of how we can engage in this holiday season to make it <clears throat> more bearable, more enjoyable, maybe even to lead during it. If you're getting something out of this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. By the way, this will be our last episode of the year and we will be taking a two-week break and then we will be coming back. We will, however, reissue some of the more popular episodes from this past season. So please, you know, subscribe so you can get all the, you won't miss any of the upcoming episodes and please share, take a picture of the podcast episode if you're getting something out of it. For others who might be challenged during this holiday season, put it on your social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever. Join our Facebook group. But it's great to have you. So the holidays are coming, or maybe they're, in a sense, here. And you want to enjoy them. You want to not get too stressed. You don't want to have too much drama. And you want to be there for others. You want to celebrate and find as much joy as possible. But this is a different year. We have the pandemic. We are staying home and socially distancing. And it doesn't feel very good. By the way, we, we might be getting tired of the people we're at home with. We want to see loved ones who are not in our bubble. And it's frustrating to not be able to see them this year. We might be feeling lonely. And you see, what's at stake if we do not have a way to manage this challenging time of year is that we can add more to the suffering we might already be experiencing. Maybe we overreact. We get time pressured and say things to somebody we care about that doesn't feel very good for them. And we feel awful about it, guilty, maybe some shame. We might not be able to be at our best to help others enjoy the season. And we might not enjoy the season ourselves. That's what's at stake if we aren't able to manage our emotions during this holiday season. During any time, of course. So what do we do? Well, there's three things. Number one, we need to let go of expectations. Number two, we need to be with what is. You know, what's in the moment. 
as opposed to pushing it away. And number three, we need to practice compassion and kindness. So these are the three hacks of the holidays. Number one, let go of expectations. We spend so much time having a belief that everything should be a certain way in our life in order for us to be happy. You know, we want things to be perfect. And it makes sense. We want to get live a good life. We work hard and sometimes it's having expectations, meeting those expectations. I get it. But does having expectations always serve us? The same to ourselves, the house needs to be perfect for the holidays or it won't be a good holiday. I need to make sure I get the perfect gift for everyone. And certainly this year, you know, during a pandemic and social distancing, we might say this won't be a real holidays because I cannot see everyone I want to see. Now, here's a question. Where does this get us? Not very far. If we want to be happy and live a good life, if we want to be a model for others who are going through a challenging time themselves, you see, the expectations we have are completely arbitrary. Let me say that again. The expectations that you have, that I have, are completely arbitrary. Who says things have to be a certain way for us to be happy? That the house has to be spotless. That everyone has to get along or it will be a catastrophe. Where do we even get these expectations from? How realistic are they? Did you know that everyone has different expectations? It's true. And so who's right? You know, who's right with their expectations? Guess what? No one is right with their expectations because they're arbitrary. Yet we adopt our expectations as the absolute truth of how we should live our life, the rules for our life. And it makes us unhappy because we can't live up to those expectations. Take a moment, feel your body, stand tall, look around, feel grateful, take a breath in. What if we let go of the expectations that we have? For every day, certainly, but especially during a pandemic where things are different and there's even less chance that things will be the way we think they, so to speak, should be. If you notice yourself attaching to a certain expectation, take a breath and check out how that feels inside. I'll bet that your mind and body probably don't like it very much. So is it possible to soften inside? If you're a longtime listener, you know that we have ways, you know, hacks. And one of the ways we do that is to breathe into the area where it doesn't feel very good inside. And by the way, without any expectation of it changing, but we just breathe into the area without judgment that it's bad. We just notice it. We welcome it. Befriend it. Breathe into the area. Stephen Hawking said, My expectations were reduced to zero when I was 21. Everything since has been a bonus.
What a great quote. Everything since has been a bonus. Can we live this holidays with that same idea in mind? Reduce our expectations down to zero. And just be with what is. And you might be surprised with what you get. Which this all brings to our second suggestion, which is number two. Be with what is, as opposed to pushing away whatever we find in the moment. This might be one of the most important parts of being a last eight percenter. Can we be with things as they are and not push them away if they are not to our liking, if they're not comfortable? It's a big, important question. And this is the reason we practice mindfulness every day. When I suggest to you to just be with whatever sensations you're experiencing without trying to push them away, we're building neural pathways to be with ever more difficult situations. When things are not going great this holiday, can we simply bring a sense of curiosity to what is happening and not judge it as good or bad? But just be curious about it. Just have an attitude of seeing it for what it is. Like we do in our practice, what does it feel like to have uncomfortable pets? P-E-T. If you're a new listener, you won't know what that stands for. But it's an acronym. P is for physical sensations. E, emotions. T, thoughts. When we get hooked and we're upset, can we just be with what is? Even if they're uncomfortable pets, physical sensations, emotions, and thoughts. And just watch them. And not get it too attached. You know, can we be present with feeling yucky and stressed and lonely and not and not need to do anything about it. I realize this is not the easiest way to deal with it, but we're last eight percenters. We don't deal, do just what's easy because that does not allow us to grow wisdom. And the truth is that this and other difficult situations will come our way our whole life. So why not build capacity, capability to be with these? I think it's just true, and you might be seeing it, that we spend so much of our lives trying to escape that which we find uncomfortable that we end up just reinforcing old habits and we don't really grow. So as opposed to reaching out for things, you know, or reaching for things to blot it out, what if we just sat with what is, brought awareness to what is, observed what happens, This to me is the way that has brought me maybe the most wisdom when I think back when I face the most challenging times of my life. Because when I think of it, the alternative for me has never really brought me comfort. Many times I would fill the time in dis-ease or loneliness with my phone or other things, distractions that I thought might bring temporary relief, but it never really did. I was trying to do everything but feel whatever it was that I was experiencing. But I've come to see that there's a great wisdom to just sit with what is and be curious about it. I learned something when I just sat there and paid attention. It wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. By the way, this has to do with people we find irritating as well, right? 
not just an internal experience of dis-ease and discomfort, but can we try to bring some mindfulness to our reactions as we engage with others, especially during this holiday season? Be curious about what their intention might be as opposed to what impact they might be having on us or they might be having on others. And maybe try to bring some compassion for what they might be going through, what they might be feeling. And this brings us to number three. So number one, let go of expectations. Number two, just be with what is. Be curious. And then number three, practice compassion and kindness. This is going to be a different holiday. It won't conform to what we might have hoped it would be. It will at times be uncomfortable. And guess what? We are not the only ones who will be challenged by what we are feeling and facing. Other people we care about are going to struggle as well. Other people who might not have some of the insights that we've talked about in the last 8% morning will struggle, be reactive, be pushing things away, having expectations that are impossible to meet and becoming frustrated. Can we bring a kindness and compassion to what they might be experiencing? Something they may not want to share with us for whatever reason. You know, the truth is we can never really know what is in someone's mind or heart from the outside, can we? So can we be curious about what's going on for them? Thomas Merton said, Compassion is the keen awareness of the interdependence of all things. The interdependence of all things. We are interdependent with all people. And certainly, more obviously, with those people who are in our life. Can we bring some compassion for them? Can we be a leader in some ways for them in these difficult moments? And be curious as opposed to certain. Certain of their intention. Certain of a situation. When we show up this way a little more curious, a little less reactive, a little more compassionate, a funny thing happens. We have an effect on people. Maybe not a big one, but a real one. They feel less judged by us. They feel more accepted by us. And their behavior might change just a little bit. We are last eight percenters. Take a breath in. Stand tall, look around, feel grateful. Congratulate yourself on doing this practice day after day. We are last eight percenters. We are building our brain, crafting neuroarchitects of our brain. We're building neuropathways of courage and being brave even when things are tough and challenging. We lead. We don't wait for others. We start by being curious and compassionate as opposed to judging and certain. We don't blame others for our circumstances. We're not victims. We see our last 8% situations, which in my mind this holiday might be in a lot of ways, certainly some moments of last 8%, but we see our last 8% situations as required to transform ourselves into our best selves. So this holiday is actually an opportunity to practice. That's one way to look at it.
So this will be the last episode of this year. We will have reissues of the most popular over the next few weeks. And again, I want to thank you for being a listener and supporter and um, evangelist of this podcast. I know a lot of you have shared it with others. Please, if you haven't yet, write a review. That creates a signal that moves the podcast up so others will find it and discover it and we can have a bigger impact. But now let's move to our three by three. Three mindful breaths right down into our toes. Three gratitudes. What can we feel instantly grateful for? I have a lot to be grateful for. My father is home from the hospital, which I might have mentioned last podcast. And I am, while he's still not out of the woods, I'm so grateful to my sister who has just done such service for our father and our whole family as she spearheaded how we are supporting him and my mom during this challenging time. And I'm excited to go see them tomorrow. I've been seeing my father a lot, of course, but seeing them tomorrow for Christmas Eve. So lots of gratitude that I feel for my sister. And finally, three things, three goals that we want to get done today. And by the way, maybe it's just showing up as our best self. Not perfect self, because we're never going to be perfect, but as our best self with compassion and kindness, without expectations that will never be met, with just being with what is and feeling grateful for whatever is. This has been a tough year. And there's a lot of people who are suffering. And it's a time in my mind for compassion. So maybe that's a great goal for the day. And now, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, bringing this momentum into the day, finishing with a great quote by the Dalai Lama. He said, One of the secrets of inner peace is the practice of compassion. One of the secrets of inner peace is the practice of compassion. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful holiday.